Welcome to Wake Up With Wall Street for Wednesday, March 17th. Today's top stories. The most important Federal Reserve meeting in more than a year concludes today. The Fed is likely to make no change to rates or bond buying, so what makes it so important? I'll have details shortly. And stimulus payments are set to hit bank accounts in the coming days. Many recipients are likely to put that money straight into the stock market. Which stocks will benefit? I'll discuss all of it in a moment. Finally, interest rates are making another new post-COVID high this morning. Markets will be treading water until the Fed announcement this afternoon. But what will higher rates mean in the long term? More on those and other topics shortly, as well as a complete check of the overnight markets. I'm Scott Nations. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street from Tuesday. Stocks were mostly lower yesterday, with all the major indexes losing ground with the exception of the NASDAQ 100. The S&P 500 lost nearly two-tenths of a percent, while the Dow lost four-tenths of one percent. The NASDAQ 100 was once again the outlier, and it gained one-half of one percent on the day. S&P sectors were similarly mixed, with industrials and energy sectors the big losers. The energy sector lost nearly three percent on the day as crude oil fell, and I'll discuss crude oil more in a moment. The tech sector was the biggest gainer. It gained three-quarters of 1%, as you would expect, with the broader NASDAQ 100 gaining ground on the day. Volatility rose a bit as stocks fell. Valdex, ticker symbol VOLI, was up 1.2%. Crude oil lost $0.65 cents or 1% on the day. Crude topped out at $67.98 a barrel on March 8th, and it's been in a very moderate downtrend since then, despite our economy recovering. The recent decision by OPEC Plus that Saudi Arabia will get to slowly add 1 million barrels per day of output is likely the reason for crude oil softening, but the impact has been barely noticeable. I have to say that OPEC Plus has been really disciplined since last spring when crude oil prices got crushed, and I mean killed, and eventually traded negative for a brief time. We'll see if the notoriously fractious producers can maintain this discipline. If not, then prices will weaken, but again, that's based on production discipline breaking down. Away from Wall Street, on Tuesday evening, President Biden implemented sanctions against two dozen Chinese officials it blames for undermining Hong Kong's partial autonomy from Beijing. These are the very first sanctions against China leveled by the Biden administration, and they won't help U.S.-China relations, which were already fraught. Officials from both countries are supposed to start talks tomorrow, but it seems Biden is trying to set the agenda for these discussions. It's good to see the U.S. standing up for democracy around the world, but be aware that this has the potential to get messy and to impact our economy and stock market, and not in a good way. I'll be following this closely. At 7.15 a.m. Eastern Time, with two hours and 15 minutes to go before markets open, stocks are set to open lower this morning as rates make new highs. The S&P is set to lose about one-tenth of one percent on the open, while the NASDAQ 100 is set to lose one-half of 1%. The 10-year yield is at 1.65%, and that's not helping stocks. Higher rates in the longer run will continue to pressure stocks. Crude oil is having a tough time again this morning. It's down 60 cents, or nine-tenths of 1% overnight, and it's trading at $64.22 a barrel. The Federal Reserve will conclude its two-day meeting today, and we will hear the results at 2 p.m. Eastern Time with Chairman Powell's press conference to follow at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The Fed is meeting with our economy markedly improved from its last meeting in January, 
as COVID cases fall and as Americans get vaccinated in larger numbers. The Fed clings to the narrative that all that matters is meeting its dual mandate of full employment and 2% inflation. The market believes the Fed will upgrade their perception of the economy, but what will matter is their expectations for inflation. They are unlikely in the extreme to change short-term rates or to curb their bond buying, which is intended to push down long-term rates. In other words, they're keeping the accelerator all the way to the floor. I wish they would take a little more nuanced approach, particularly after this most recent round of stimulus, because our economy isn't binary, but we'll hear what they have to say. Fingers crossed. And speaking of the most recent stimulus, direct payments are expected to hit bank accounts beginning today, so St. Patrick's Day will be green for the recipients. While the payments are supposed to help Americans with the basics like rent and food, many will use the money to speculate in the stock market. Some research suggests that $3 billion will come into the stock market as the first wave of payments hit. Deutsche Bank says the eventual stimulus payments will inject up to $170 billion into our stock market. I have to think that this will increase the gamification of trading, at least in the short term, so look for the highest profile stocks to benefit rather than those that are the best long-term investments. It will be interesting, if not fun, to watch what happens with names like GameStop or in the call options for names like Tesla. This influx into the stock market is the case despite the wealthiest Americans getting nothing at all this round. We should probably be rethinking how we do stimulus if so much of it fails to go where it's supposed to go. We'll get some other economic data today beside that Fed announcement. Housing starts and building permits data for February is due at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And we'll get the weekly crude oil supply data at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. But the Fed announcement is the big event for the day. That's been Wake Up with Wall Street for Wednesday, March 17th. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can join me every weekday to get a jump on the day ahead and be certain to join me every Friday for that week's Worst Company in the World. If you have a company that you'd like to nominate as the absolute worst in the world, then just send me an email. That email address is worstcompany at wakeupwithwallstreet.com. Now wake up and go get them.